focus to the bone. I never get to go home. This is my ever-wanted life manifest destiny. I work my fingers to the bone. I never get to go home. This is my ever-wanted life manifest destiny. Damn, I destroyed myself, but you contributed. I destroyed myself, but you helped. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Local Earshot Podcast. We are here on Friday, our regular day again. Our last one we had to squeeze in on a Tuesday, man, trying to get the Thanksgiving holiday, Thanksgiving week off. Um, This This show is brought to you by 13th Step Tone Solutions and More Bands Media. That's me and Jonathan, yours truly. Jonathan, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. A little running a little hot today. I'm yeah, I'm <laughs> a little flustered. I I I uh I don't remember when I went to sleep. I just know that I tried to put on my apnea mask and fucking sleep apnea. And uh and I woke up and I was laying in a different position on my bed. It was like early in the morning, my cat was like meowing at me. And uh and so I looked around and apparently I felt and my whole body hurt because I guess I was sleeping in a weird ass position Didn't on my move. bed. I have a California <laughs> king, so it's like I was all over that fucking bed. But but I was like sleeping in a weird position. And uh, and so then I was like, fuck. So I tried to get up, and I almost fell because my body was, like, fucking hurting, every bone in. I couldn't feel shit. I walked over to the couch. I passed out on the couch. It was, like, 7.30, I think I looked at it. And then the next time I looked at the clock, it was, like, 11.35. Supposed to be over here at noon. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. I got to get ready to get over there. So I'm an hour late. So. That's all good. It's... We have, this will be our first uh, episode for December, getting into the uh, Christmas spirit here with our uh, punk rock Santa on the board, XXX, nice, you throw some porn porn lingo in there. Christoph Murdoch, <laughs> how you doing today, man? I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see, you came in, I mean, at this point, I think Old Glory should give you a sponsorship. I mean, it's only right. Right? I'm th- Seriously. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Came in here packing a six pack. You ready to roll? <laughs> <laughs> well, how you been doing, man? Catch us up a little bit. Oh, I'm okay, ish. You know, uh, I don't know. Like, should, should I just start talking about how I'm actually doing? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, as far as last time you were here, you were you were talking about how you retired, and now I'm like, this is one busy retired guy. Well, that's I true. Mean, that's true. Well, no, shit's been kicking my fucking ass. Um, like physically, like, I don't know if I talked about physically what was going on, but things were just kicking the shit out of me and I didn't know why, uh, you know, and I'd play a show and it would just wipe me the fuck out. And, um, it turns out like I somehow developed an iron deficiency anemia hmm. and, uh, and, and some days I'm fine. And other days it's like, I got hit by a fucking truck and I don't get it and I can't fucking you know, I just can barely trudge through. Huh. And uh, so it's like uh, these one-day events is, are usually okay, but sometimes I'll have to, like, recover for a couple days afterwards, you know? And, like, so pretty much why I'm going to stick with my retirement. And uh, <laughs> I, I think uh, December 17th will be my last performance, like I said, you know? Like, maybe I'll come back next Christmas or maybe I'll do, like, a small acoustic thing sometime if somebody throws me enough money but like no i'm pretty much like december 17th last christoph no more uh long long term uh big gig type stuff no yeah no more touring 
Um, you know, maybe, maybe some one-offs if the money's right, or if I just really want to do it like I do with the Christmas party. Yeah. That's one thing we were kind of talking about coming in here and, and just, um, one <clears throat> touring route, I guess we'll call it is kind of through like the, uh, central plains, if you come out of OKC through Dallas, cut over to Amarillo into Albuquerque up through Denver, Kitch, I think it's I 70 loops you around through Wichita and back down through Oklahoma city. Um, one problem we hear consistently is is like it's it's always the pay obviously yeah. but it's it's pretty stand out to see that literally they're still paying the same as they did 25 years ago to play dude, a club gig dude it's you're fucking paid the same amount that people got paid back in 1977 <laughs> Like if you're lucky, sometimes you're getting paid less than they got paid oh, in 1977. God. And it's it's I get I I can I can sympathize with both sides as the performer and as a business owner. But at the end of the day, you gotta pay people for their time. Yeah. And most of the work involved with us with a small tour like that isn't the show. It's getting to the show, hauling all the shit, setting it up, doing all that. The you know hour or so you get to play is yeah. probably the most it's peaceful like, fucking hour you get. Well, it's like I said last time I was here. You know, like I went on the road for a week with uh, Had Enough, the the rapper Had Enough, and we fucking we we ate nice. You know, we ate well. We didn't we didn't we weren't eating like fucking McDonald's Seven Eleven. We'd stop and get dinner every day somewhere cool. I was buying. <laughs> I was buying comic books and DVDs and shit like that in every fucking town like I do. And, and uh, you know, we're on tour for a week and I come back with more money than I left home with, even in, even when we had some good shows, some bad shows, you know. And uh, But then I'd go to Oklahoma City and not buy a single beer and not buy a single thing. And I'd come home with, you know, yeah. l- less money than I left the house with. Yeah. How does that work? Uh, that works by Oklahoma City kissing my ass i ain't fucking doing it no more (laughs) well and and honestly when we started this we were kind of hoping to see a much bigger push out on the backside of covid and i mean the scene is coming back around don't get me wrong there's a lot happening but um destiny's been booking some really great shows uh destiny what's what's her uh what's her place her thing called Diatribe, yeah, promotions. A tribe, okay. Yeah, like she's been booking like a lot of really, really killer shows. Like I wish I could make it out to more of them, but uh, you know, she's somebody for a long time that I've seen just kicking ass on the scene, trying to do what's best for the scene. She self-published a, a zine back in the day. Um, you know, she's just doing shit because she loves it and she wants it to wants it to thrive you know like shit like i used to try to do when i was young uh, man, it's... <laughs> when i was young and impressionable you know i actually like try to do a lot of the, what she does but yeah, yeah she does a lot of cool stuff um involving like uh she does booking and stuff she works at a dispensary mm-hmm. so like she that's how she funds like being able to do it and then she works bars like moonlighting and all the money that she does with those bars and everything is going right back into her promotion business and plus plus so. different than like you or me people actually like her 
Oh, and yeah. That, that makes it even yeah, better. It, it, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 a totally different story whenever people actually like you. You know, yeah. like like they they like and and you know it's interesting. You know, I hate to say it, but you know, whenever you're when you're a pretty female, like like people people will jump to the gills to help you out. Oh yeah. Versus yeah. like like man, you're you're too middle aged, ugly looking well, motherfuckers the, the, like us. You music, know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I I hate to say it, the music scene has always been very sexist. And, it is. And, 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 and uh, you know, and it's it's what sells. It's what works. I mean, that's the reason why I always try to get some pretty little girl to do merch for me instead of doing it myself. Because I always make fucking three times as much money if I got a girl working the merch. with. I can have a troll looking girl and it still looks better than my ugly ass. And I still sell more. <laughs> I still sell more. You Shout know? out to the trolls out there. I, I'm, like, you know? I'm, like, I'm like, so you don't, you don't hire the elves like during Christmas. You just, I try. I've been the trying. The punk rock elves. I have been, <laughs> I have been trying to get an elf to do the Christmas show with me forever. I've hit up all the, uh, um, all the cosplay groups and stuff. And people always act interested and say they're going to do it. And then I never hear from them. And I'm like, I'm offering to pay you to, do your cosplay shit and all you got to do is help me with like keeping straight like when i'm passing out gifts so everybody's getting one instead of like the same person getting five yeah because i'm up on stage i don't pay that close attention that's and i have not been able to get somebody to come out and be an elf not once so i'm, I'm reading this post just now like that she that she has on facebook and I'm, i mean actually i kind of like the idea it's pretty smart it's like I need to make trading cards for each band I work with to pass along to trade with other promoters. You know, you know, <laughs> that's a good way to do it. Right? You know who had a trading card first, though? You did. That's I, right. I actually own that's that right. trading card. I just want, I just want to make sure everybody knows. I think I got the one of uh, uh, the saw. I think that's the one yeah. I got. You did. I'm gonna make some more son of the saw ones now that I got a new face. Um, we just still got to do do a photo shoot still, but right. I got a, But I got a new face. Oh, cool. um, uh, over October, uh, I worked at a Nightfall Haunted Territory, uh, which is run by the same guys who do the OKC PopCon and the OKC HorrorCon, and I've been okay. doing a lot of work with them off and on for years. Good guys. Uh, anyway, Nightfall Haunted Territory. It's like an hour walk through uh, out of Lost Lakes across the lake through the woods, like an hour walk through a bunch of horror movie scenes. And uh, they've been trying to get me for a few years to come out there, but I'm always so busy performing during October that I don't have time. Well, since this year I was like, you know, soft retired through the year and not really, I didn't book any gigs through all of October. So, so I went and uh, uh, did the haunted territory and they wanted me to be the son of the saw. And they actually um, had, chainsaw graphics make me a new mask based on eric exton's idea like you know eric that i created son of the saw with uh they based it on his they used um a yeager leatherface mask because he did it in like a week's time it was really done quickly but it, it's a lot more comfortable instead of leather straps tightened down it's a elastic strap it's got bigger eye holes and it's got an actual nose hole instead of just smashing against my face, which, you know, I, I still, I still prefer the mask that's uncomfortable, but I'm not going to wear that mask for eight hours right, at a right, time. Right. Yeah. What, you know, running around scaring people. It's different when you're on camera as opposed to 
in a haunt yeah. walking around, you know. So, uh, yeah, they got me this new mask, and it's just a lot more comfortable to wear for the long periods if I'm making an appearance as Son of the Saw. And so, yeah, I went there this year and swung my chainsaw around and barked at people, scared a few people. <laughs> I made a, I made the red, red Power Ranger. I scared him in the bathroom. Um, what's so, his name? Uh, Cardenas. Have you? Are you? Are you considering like maybe taking up more acting in in your quote unquote retirement, or are you just definitely stepping away from the road? Like that's just something that's going to happen just because yeah. of age and not there no more. Yeah, I'm. You know, I I think. I think I'm definitely stepping away from the road. I, I do love acting. I enjoy acting. Um, I just did some voice acting for uh, GI Joe almost animated, uh, where I played general Austin and uh, you know, and it's a uh, voice acting's weird, especially when I'm at home by myself, I don't have somebody sitting there directing me and I got to like figure it out myself. And I'm like, okay, I'm this old, this old army general. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you know, and it yeah. is very, you got to get that GI Joe team together. You know, I changed my voice up a little bit and, uh, become more aggressive than I actually am, you know? And, uh, it's fun. I like, it. and I love GI Joe. So I love being a part of that one. Um, that was, uh, that was a blast, but, uh, the problem that I've had, why I haven't done much acting the past few years is because, most of it, it's, it seems like they send out the notices like a few days to a week, two weeks max Absolutely. before they need you. And I book months in advance. So it's like, I'm already booked. I'm already booked. I'm already booked before I ever get a notice or somebody asking me. So, uh, you know, I hope to do more acting. We'll wait and we'll see. I also just did short little film recently. I He didn't have a name for it yet. It had a working title, which I already forgot. Uh, but I played a cop which was weird because <laughs> uh, I hate cops. Um, you know, so uh, it was funny, you know, so I made a post of me in the outfit, you know, and I even put like hashtag ACAB and then I put hashtag all AAB and then I put hashtag all actors are bastards. And I guess somebody didn't get it. Like this girl that used to help me out at shows just sent me a message. I saw this and it made me vomit Oh, and, and didn't fucking, and didn't fucking like, and I was all like, yeah, I didn't like it either. But I was like, she never, she never responded. She never read my post. So I was just like, whatever. I fucking just kicked her out, of, kicked her out of the group chat and stuff. Because I'm like, you know, fuck, dude, it's acting. If Ice-T can play a cop, I can yeah. play a cop. It's called acting. Yep. It's not called pretending to be yourself. Yep. You know, I, I, I would I would really like to dip my toe into it. I but I, same like with the open casting calls. There's a there's an agency here in town of Fryhofer Casting yeah. or, or the Actors Factory is what they're called. But they they send open casting calls to my email, and I'm like, oh, that sounds perfect. They actually had one. It was for a poker player. And I'm yeah. like, can't beat that. I'm, but it's always you know, last minute. Yeah, it was. It's I had always to be there last the next day. I'm like, and I that's can't. the reason why I'm thinking about joining one of the. Uh, uh, companies that find gigs for you, you know, and send in on my headshots and stuff. Cause if I do that, then, you know, I'll find out about it in advance. It won't be that last minute stuff. So I should be able to do more. And then like, you know, they'll, they'll like when they're looking for a big, ugly, mean looking guy, you know, that wears leather jackets and has tattoos and stuff. I'm like, Oh, Hey, you, you watch know? the first gig you get is going to be like the romantic lead. Oh my god! I have never, <laughs> I have never kissed a person on camera, and I don't know if I could do it. I don't, 
I, you know, I don't like people. <laughs> that does like, make it a little I don't difficult. like people, and I don't. I, I mean, sometimes I don't even like kissing the people that I do like romantically. <laughs> why would it? Why would I want to kiss a stranger? <laughs> you know. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, I mean, do you have a preference? Like, whenever. If you if you had a preference, like gigs are lined up and you got your your genres of horror movie, comedy, all this stuff, what what would you be your preference to to go after? It's easier for me to play somebody fucked up or a monster or something like that. Like it's easier for me to get in that headspace because I understand it better than I understand the average human. I think I'd have to agree with you on that. Um, Definitely, because what I do is I. I try to flip a switch in my head and think like the person would think and act like that person would act and move like that person would move. Uh, so becoming son of the saw, I created this whole backstory for him. I understood him and I became the son of the saw. Uh, when I was on that film, people that have known me 20 years were freaked out by me. So, and these are people that thought I could never hurt a fly, you know? So that's, Good tapping into something, uh, yeah. But it's easier for me to understand that and to tap into that than it is for me to tap into you know Joe Blow from down the street. Yeah, Uh, I don't. I've never been close to people. I've never had close friends and open conversations, and I just don't understand people. Like you know, even my relationships, people they don't last and they don't ever want to be with me very long or alone with me. Even my friends don't want to be alone with me. I don't, I don't get people, you know, it's like even my close friendships are superficial to an extent, you know, we don't talk about what's going on in our brains or, you know, feelings and things oh, like you're, that. I, I totally, so, totally get you, man. There's only so yeah. a couple people I go deep on deep subjects with. Yeah. In, you know, in a lot world. easier, a lot easier to just, you know, play somebody that's fucked up and, you know, eats people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that you relate to cannibals more than Joe up the block? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Funny thing, uh, up at nightfall, you know, you, they tell everybody not to, uh, they tell everybody not to touch the actors and the actors can't touch you. And this guy, you know, he, you know, when I'm up like right in his face and he decides he, he's going to be funny and he's talking stuff and they all, it's everybody, everybody at a haunt, everybody going through a haunt, think they're real original. Oh, and they yeah. all say the same thing that the person before them said, because you know, people are all clones of each other. <laughs> and, uh, and, but this guy, he thought he'd be, Oh, Oh, you want to kiss? <laughs> you know, like you're not the, 400th person that said that to me today alone, you know, and, but then he decided he was going to just slightly caress my cheek and I, uh, I, I let it by for the first, the first time. And then the second time he did it, I snapped at him. He didn't move his hand fast enough. <laughs> I bit it. I bit his, I think it was his thumb, but I bit, I bit him. I bit him and it scared the shit out of him. He's like, I thought they couldn't touch you. And the, uh, the, uh, the actor, see, I can't talk because we stay in character. I can't talk. I'm son of the saw. All I can do is fucking bark and growl and yell. And um, the other actor next to me is all like, you see, that's the reason why you're not supposed to touch the actors. You never know what's going to happen. This guy here, he might do nothing or, you know, he might kill you and wear your face. <laughs> so, 
I bet well, that's f- the whole uh, whole idea of a haunted house. That's a that's a whole different type of acting. That's live yeah, action, baby. It, and, he, and it's really weird, you know. Like it's it's harder because you can't get let yourself go as deep as you do behind the screen because it's not you don't have steps, you don't have marks to reach, right. you don't. Here it's uncontrolled and it's all being made up as you go along and you don't know what the other person's going to do. You have an idea, but sometimes they flip the switch and do something else. You don't know. So I can't lose myself in the part as much. And also, like, I obviously I had to take the chain off the chainsaw so yeah. that way I couldn't, you know, because even if I didn't keep it running, somebody stupid and going to grab it and cut themselves and then freak out. Liability. You know? Yeah. So yeah. it was very different. And parts of it I I really enjoyed, and parts of it I hated. I I liked the, I, you know. I've also like on Fridays, it seems like everybody's just a fucking dick. <laughs> but then on Saturdays, everybody that comes is there to have fun and be scared and enjoy themselves. And it's like you know Fridays, it's always somebody trying to pick a fight with you because they're scared. And but then <laughs> because, guy, yeah. because you're six foot seven, they're just going to talk a bunch of shit and then move on and then wait until the little 11 year old girl that's playing, playing the, the 11 from stranger things. Whenever they see her, they're going to punch her instead. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. Oh my, oh my God. God. Yeah. That happened. Tough uh, guy. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I used to, to do those when I was a kid, like in high school, the town would, They'd all get, you know, the football guys and the band people. We'd all put this big thing on, but I'd never, I'd never done it in a professional capacity. But I've known people throughout my life that have, yeah. and they all consistently talk about how it's a great time. But dealing it with the takes, public, it in takes that. a special person to be able to handle it. Like, I think that if I do it again next year, which I probably will, because I just love the guys that put it on. You know, like they're they're good people. You know, they treat everybody that works for them right and they always treat me right so you know how i've always been i'll I'll keep doing i'll keep working with people that treat me right i'll do what i'll bend over backwards for them i love how these guys treat me i'll probably do it again next year but i might only do it like one day a week or something because i i just imagine if i feel this shitty now (laughs) how am i gonna feel one year from now yeah a little bit of recovery involved there. Yeah. Like, I, I slept for a week after October was over. I, I worked so hard this October. I well, I mean, like, and Jesus. it's like, you when you get into a character like that and it's live, like, you're, you're going to throw yourself at it, you know? Yeah. So, it definitely becomes a full contact uh, endeavor. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but I don't know, man. Every time, shit. Running yeah. after someone with a chainsaw has got to, that's got to be kind of fun. We had a, uh, yeah. we had a haunted house in Idaho in uh, Mount Hamadho is like when I was in the Air Force and uh we we I was like one of the people that helped put it all together and everything and uh and like apparently we did such a good job on making that look realistic and everything that we were told by the family readiness center that we needed to slow it down and like <laughs> calm down because we scared the shit out of some kids and one of the rooms in there was like a room from like uh uh where they it was like all pentagrams and everything, and it was all red, and it and it had this look. And then on the bed, like they had like the uh, the exorcist going on and stuff like that. Apparently, that scared the shit out of some kids. Nice. And so they were like, "Yeah, you guys need to do something a little more family friendly," because we thought it was going to be a family friendly event. They asked the fighter squadron 
a bunch of maintenance people and Air Force people to uh, like uh, like uh, you know military people to create a haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> and we literally had like people's guts hanging out of their body, like ah, oh, awesome. like you know. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna do yeah. it, talk I mean, if you're it. gonna do it, do it right. Oh, I don't on. understand. And it was an abandoned housing network. Like that whole area was a, was a, an abandoned um, housing uh, part of the base. So those houses already looked creepy. And then when you went through them, like they were all dilapidated and everything. So I mean, it was it was pretty demented. But good times though. Good times. Talking about scaring people though. So I spent a lot of the time up in the uh, main area where people were waiting to go in instead of in the actual maze. And I was just walking around taking pictures with people, scaring people, just being out in public. Uh, and people, they'd be like, hey, hey, you want to you wanna drink? And then get mad when I drink their, when I drink their <laughs> expensive-ass beers and expensive-ass shots, right? But, you know, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to drink. You're going to throw a drink at me? I'm going to drink it. Uh, somebody gave me a s'more. I had some marshmallow on my hand. So I go to the bathroom. I don't shut the door because I'm just like real quick, just rinsing my hands, drying it off and going out. I get in there. As soon as I turn the sink on, boom, door gets kicked open. This guy beelines over to the toilet or whips his piece out and starts to urinate. He doesn't notice me. So I finish applying my hands. He didn't notice you. Wow. <laughs> so, so like... Here's Holy the shit, dude Here's had to go. Door, and he just goes right here to the <laughs> urine, right? So whips his piece out and starts urinating. So anyway, I'm in this and so I bark. And he, <laughs> he jumps, whoa, double takes, gets a little piss on the wall, maybe on his pants. I found out later that was Steve Cardenas, the red Power Ranger. <laughs> we had him there for a signing that weekend. Nice. I had to uh I had to work his signing the next day. I gave him I gave him some uh, Son of the Saw trading cards and I said, here's something to remember yeah, our no encounter shit. by. <laughs> he was like, you fucker. <laughs> like, bro, that's on you. You walked in a bathroom and didn't see a six and a half foot tall fucking dude. Standing he thought there. I followed him in. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, my dog's whining. Well, tell us a little bit about of um, this. Uh, we'll start with the Nightmare Cinema. Then we'll... Uh, kind of go down the list from there we'll end on we'll play your play the album at the end how about that okay all right so nightmare cinema is where i host horror films um i'll, I'll go and i'll do like an illegal screening <laughs> where i don't pay the rights and uh you know it's always a small crowd it's like having a film club and um sometimes i'll i'll talk a little about the horror film ahead of time or afterwards maybe give out a prize that I shelled out for uh, and we'll just screen the movie. Sometimes I'll keep the mic on and make jokes throughout the movie, just depending on what the film is. And if I feel like, you know, making jokes or not, like we just showed a certain Halloween movie. I'm not going to say the titles because I don't want, I don't want people coming after me and saying, you owe us money, <laughs> but we Fair showed, enough. we showed a certain Halloween movie, uh, the night before Halloween. And, um, uh, I had, uh, that's such a classic. It's just such a classic. And it's not what everybody thinks when I say a Halloween movie. No, the title is not Halloween. Right. right. <laughs> you know, I, I do, I do better, better choices than that. Nothing against John Carpenter, total master, <laughs> but you know, I do the stuff people don't expect the stuff that they don't see every time they turn on the TV set. But, uh, uh, you know, that, that movie's such a classic that I, I just like, I didn't want to talk through it. I just wanted everybody to enjoy it because a lot of people haven't seen it. 
you know. And, uh, you know, it's just a classic 80s slasher film. So, uh, you know, sometimes I'll talk through the film and sometimes I won't. Uh, a lot of times I'll throw some money down and get a prize and do a uh, a giveaway, like, you know, answer a trivia question and win this prize kind of thing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. So this Christmas Eve, I'm going to be showing a Christmas classic. Uh, emphasis on sick. Um, <laughs> we're not. We're not going to name it. For, we're not going to name the reasons. title because I don't want them to come sure. and charge we, me money I don't have, and I don't want them to uh, stop me from doing it. Can we name the theater? Uh, yeah, okay. it's going to be at the Resonator. Okay, uh, the Resonator in Norman, where same place I do my Christmas party, um, and uh, it's going to be by. So be on Christmas Eve at seven o'clock. Uh, you know, I usually. Start at seven, so like I'll usually start the film about seven thirty. Um, and this is uh this one this one is one that I watch every Christmas Eve, and uh, I just want to share that with people that don't have a place to be, they don't have family to go to, and they wish they could go out. It's a Saturday night, they you know, and people get a little depressed on Christmas Eve. Only well, come hang out with me and watch this uh this awesome horror awesome film. classic and i have crayons <laughs> for everybody i have crayons for everybody and coloring sheets and uh we will have a coloring contest because at the halloween one whenever i did the uh, trivia contest everybody was too dumb <laughs> <laughs> so so this time we're just gonna we're just gonna do a coloring contest and uh i have i have coloring sheets uh of pictures from this movie so uh so you can uh... stay in the lines, guys. Stay in the lines. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're kind of taking over the resonator here for the month of December, man. You got a the uh, the seventeenth. Am I right? Yeah. This, okay. This the seventeenth is my annual Christmas party. Now, last year you talked about how you're retired. You might not even do this again. Yeah. So here we are again. How we how we lining up this year? What can people expect? Okay, so this is the sixth annual Xmas bash, and so being sixth, we had to go with the six 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 theme. Absolutely, and um, we have four bands. Uh, we're gonna open up with Kinda Creepy, a local punk rock band who uh, has been at every single Christmas bash. Uh, the drummer used to drum for me. And um, they do a handful of different Christmas songs. Uh, Fears, Fuck Christmas, um, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, which they'll mix into their set. Uh, Darlington, who retired last year, she will return this year. And uh, she has a handful of Christmas songs, covers and originals that she does. Um, then Christoph and the Love Donations, where we will be performing our CD our new Christmas CD that we're fixing to release. Uh, but we'll be performing all the songs from that and original and a handful of covers. Uh, my friend Rachel Curl will be joining me to uh, ring the sleigh bells and uh, do a little backing vocals for me um, since I can't play sleigh bells and play guitar at the same time. <laughs> and um, then we brought back Psychotic Reaction. This is their second time to do it with us. I believe they were like maybe the third year, maybe. Uh, they, they they did it a few years back when it was still when it was still at 
uh, red brick before it moved to Resonator. Oh. Well, I, I think Nolan was in the crowd last year, but yeah. he didn't play. Yeah, but he's uh, he's performing this year. So, okay. uh, and he does too. a bunch of Christmas songs. He says he's got some new original Christmas songs. So that'll be a blast. Um, my favorite drag queen, Max Latour, will be joining us and doing some Christmas themed performances throughout the night. And um, I saw them. Uh, I played. Uh, I played guitar with Anarchy for Assholes at a drag club. Like it was after I had already quit the band, but they uh, wanted to do the show, and whoever was playing at that time couldn't. So I showed up and played with them. And uh, I met. I, I saw this drag performer. And this is the night that I was doing it with only one eye. Like you saw those pictures where my eye was bandaged up. Yeah, I yeah. Had that shit cut out. And so I couldn't, I couldn't fucking see very well, and I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, couldn't play guitar. And as like, I was like, oh man, so I only had one eye and couldn't see very well. But this, <laughs> but this, uh, this, this person performing drag, they're fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> so I hired them, <laughs> as you do, you know, you know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what they're packing, but I think I'd like to be up in that. Uh. <laughs> oh, this is this is this is all jokes. Please, uh, please, <laughs> please don't, please don't get scared and refuse to play my to play my Christmas party after hearing this. What's the <laughs> What's the uh, Is there a, at the door or like how's is it just show up and It's a free show. Okay, it's always a free show. I don't okay. like charging for a Christmas party. The whole reason why I do the Christmas party, it like. The main, the main reason, like uh, you know, me and Darlington, we started this together, and and um, uh, you know, we just love Christmas and wanted to do a special show, and it's gotten bigger every year. And the whole reason why I do it and keep doing it is because, I mean, Christmas, it's like okay, like you got somebody like me who's depressed year round, but then it gets worse in the holidays. Right. You know, you got regular people who are never depressed and then they get that seasonal depression and, you know, people are off themselves left and right. You know, nobody, you know, like there's all these things and it's always all like, oh, come, come raise money for this organization, R raise money for that. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Help everybody out because it's the holidays and people forget to help themselves. And keep banging on your desk um i heard it i heard it that time gonna have to get you a pillow up there man so uh you know they uh but you know nobody stops to take care of themselves yeah and this is this one's about self-care it's about coming out having a good time having a party i'm not charging you bring your own drink come in get drunk sing some carols with the bands fucking wear an ugly sweater win a prize because i do the ugly sweater contest and and local uh local businesses always donate prizes for me to give away and um and then we do a white elephant gift exchange where you bring a gift you get a gift and it's a wrap gift you don't know what you're going to get sometimes people get you know they don't have money and they bring stuff from the dollar store and some people bring you know gifts that cost 20 30 40 50 bucks and they wrap them and put them under the tree and uh, there's always enough presence that everybody that shows can get a gift, even if they didn't bring one. There's always enough. And, uh, you know, and that's pretty rad. And it's it's just all about getting yourself a little something and having a little fun and forgetting about the troubles for the night. Yeah. You know, and that's why I do it every year. And that's why I don't think even if I don't perform, I don't think I'm going to quit the Christmas bash. I think next year. Even if I don't perform, even if Darlington doesn't perform, I think I'm still going to throw the party 
and just have different bands do it. We'll decide closer to Christmas if I'll come out of retirement to perform it. You know, just depending how I'm feeling. Do I feel like I can bring a whole big old amp and do the thing, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and and make it through the night doing everything that I do and performing on top of it? You know, uh, we'll see if Love Donations still want to do it because I'm I'm still going to be hanging out with Love Donations and doing some recording over the over the year throughout the year. You know, I may not be performing live, but we're still going to do some recording, like you know, just lo-fi, lo-fi in the in the practice room recording like we did with this new Christmas CD. Yeah, let's um let's crank out a few though. We'll do we'll do the first three and then talk a little bit and then we'll do the next three. How okay. about that? Sounds good. Yeah, let's just, is the album have a name or is it just the Christoph's? Well, you know, everything is the band is Christoph and the Love Donations, but when it reaches online, which will be I believe December. Hold on, I will tell you the exact date. Right, while you're looking that up, I'll give everybody a rundown here. It's uh starts with Santa Baby, originally done by Eartha Kit. Uh Merry Christmas. I don't want to fight tonight. Originally done by the Ramones, and Last Christmas, originally done by Wham. The second half will have Another Lonely Christmas by Yours Truly, Christoph Murdoch. We'll have White Christmas by Irving Berlin, and Your Mean One, Mister Grinch. So this should be ready to stream and download by December ninth. Okay. If things go right, we're going to do the album photo shoot today and hopefully after the weekend get it sent off. Um, but uh, what was I talking about before that? We're going to get have it ready by then. Um, well, we're going to play a few. We're going to play it here. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. You know, the uh, the title. So so when you look it up, oh. it'll just be Christoph Murdoch as okay. the as the performer. But the album title is called The Love Donations Do Christmas. The Love Donations Do Christmas. I like it. Cool, man. Let's let's run the first three, and then we'll uh, kind of talk about how all that came together, and then we'll play the second half. Yeah. 
to mention one little thing, a ring. And I don't mean on the phone, I sent the baby. Oh, hurry down the chimney tonight. Oh, hurry down the chimney tonight. Oh, hurry down the chimney
catch my eye Well, tell me, baby, do you recognize me? Well, it's been a year, doesn't surprise me Well, Merry Christmas, I wrapped up and sent With the note saying I love you and I meant it Well, now I know what a fool I've been But if you kiss me now, I know you'll move me again Tell us a little bit how how that how these came together as far as like how did you guys just just hit record and go for it or well you know uh, you, I try to do things different with every band and every lineup and everything so like my guitar is different with the love donations than it is with other bands like when I played for Anarchy for Assholes or when I play my solo stuff like I I, I do my guitar a little different um, I arrange things a little different like uh, like when when we recorded I straight up. Like I listened to what Yoon was playing on on the Ramones cover, and I was like, "Well, that's just boring." I said, so I rewrote it right then and there. I said, "Play this," but you know, I, like I'd never played bass that way on that song before. I played it different ways, but I've done it. I, that's the song I've been doing the longest, so I've done it a dozen different ways, you right. know. Um, but uh, like, pretty we kind of basically, you know. It's it's been the same band for a couple of years now, so like we did all these same songs last year and the year before, like so they kind of 
knew the songs, you know, just made minor changes. Like, yeah. Added added a lot of stuff. There's like, you know, like Yoon plays the bass, Andrew Yoon from uh Nevermind the Embers and White Recluse. Um Adrian Falwell plays the drums. He was in the longtime Norman bands uh uh Love Button and uh a, a, and uh what was it? Ambassador Bill. You know, I used to go watch them all the time when I was younger. Um and then uh the percussion, like the extra percussion, some of it's Adrian, some of it's me. Um the backing vocals, uh that's by Johnny Blanco from a modern issue. Um except for White Christmas you hear three different on the upcoming three songs on white Christmas. There's three different vocal lines. All three are me. Okay. Uh, and then, um, uh, on the next two on another lonely Christmas and white Christmas, the cello is done by Trish who formerly of the splashbacks. I don't know what she's fixing to start next. A local musician. Everybody knows she played Christmas with us one year and she came in to record cello for those tracks. Cool. Well, let's do the last three, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap it up so you can get out of here and go to your photo shoot. Sounds good. Cool. This will be uh, Another Lonely Christmas by Christoph Erdok and the uh, Love Donations. White Christmas by Irving Berlin, originally, and You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. By Dr. Seuss. I guess that's by Dr. Seuss. The he wrote himself. the lyrics. Oh, yeah. He wrote the lyrics. I forget right now. Like, I can, I can look and tell you I forget who wrote the music, but Dr. Seuss wrote the lyrics. Cool.
hearts. Your hearts are dead tomatoes, rocks with moly bubbles, hearts, Mr. Grinch. Your soul is an appalling dump heap, overflowing with the most disgraceful assortment of deplorable rubbish imaginable. Mingled up and tangled up knots. If things go right with the uh, photo shoot tonight, this should be released everywhere digitally by December 9th. December 9th. I had, yeah. I had it down as the 6th. Well, yeah. damn it all. Well, all right, man. We can wrap it up here. I know you got to get over that photo shoot. So um, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, we'll run this by everybody one more time. The CD drops on December 9th. Pending a successful photo shoot today. <laughs> um, Nightmare Cinema, that was on Christmas Eve. I'm not going to name the movie, but it's at the Resonator in downtown Norman. Yeah, it's the best Christmas movie ever. It is the one that I watch every Christmas Eve. We'll just leave it at that. All right, that's worse for me. Oh, and, and there's a coloring contest at the uh, there, too. So, you know, and I supply the crayons and the coloring sheets. So. All right, so if you guys know your Marine Corps friends, <clears throat> bring them out. <laughs> Little, God damn it. All right, I'm about to say, oh, I, I figured that again. I don't know, I don't know, a little, oh, little military humor out there for you. Oh, shit. And uh, coming up so towards the end of the month, on December 17th, we have the 6th, 6-6-6 annual Xmas Bash, Christmas Bash, Christoph Murdoch, Murdoch, uh, Darlington. Murdoch. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez, what uh, kinda, a Kind of creepy. How long has he known you? Oh, fucking, my God. Oh, I didn't, I didn't. It's because yeah, I, I, I didn't yell at him for being racist this time, so he had to fuck up my name. I am eating on Thanksgiving, so um, <laughs> <laughs> that's why he yelled at me for it last time. So <laughs> Anyway, on the Christmas party, we got Kind of Creepy, we got Darlington, we got Christoph Murdoch and the Love Donations, and Psychotic Reaction is going to be performing there. Max is... Just hurrying to get me out of here. I Speaking tell you of Max, we also have the drag queen Max Latour. Max Latour. I didn't write that down. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. And uh, he hasn't messaged me back. He agreed to it a whole year ago, but he hasn't messaged me back. But uh, supposedly, Lenny Van Horn is also <gasps> going to MC. Oh, I love Lenny. So love y'all Lenny. y'all hit up Lenny and be like, what up? Are you doing this? I'll, yeah, I'll fucking will, man. Hit him up. Make sure he's doing it. Because I, I, like, I messaged him the other day and said, yo, I, I need a promo photo and stuff he he read it and never said anything he's he's a hard man to get a hold of those yeah. comics that's something about those comics yeah. they're a but i, I love breed. i love lenny and <laughs> like he agreed to it like right after the christmas party last year i was like okay i can't keep being the guy that talks and trying to make sure everything runs smoothly and performing so i was like okay if i get lenny to uh, to to mc the event in between bands and then he can tell some jokes and stuff and maybe do some with the Christmas theme and that'll keep people 
entertained yeah. and you know, there's nobody funnier than him in Oklahoma. Oh, dude, he's he's you know, he's he, awesome. He cracks me up. He's my favorite. He's my favorite stand-up comedian. So hopefully, hopefully uh, that's still panned out, and he's going to, uh, you know, hopefully, <laughs> Lenny. Well, yeah, we'll reach out. We'll hit be, me we'll up. Start having to hit him on those, <laughs> hit, uh, beat him over the head with those social media, the DMs, yo. But <clears throat> all right, man. Thanks for coming out. Uh, we'll have you tagged up and everything here and this drops here in a couple of weeks and make sure we get people out there to check out the, the bash and the movie. How about that? Hell yeah. All right, man, Jonathan, if people would like to donate to help keep this thing going, let them know how they can do that. All right. Uh, the local earshot podcast, we are a value for value podcast. What that means is that you take, uh, what value that you got out of the show and you just throw that right back into us in, in three forms, either time, talent, or treasure. So uh, as for time, everybody, you know, when you're listening to the show, you're actually giving your time up. Uh, there's different ways that you can that you can give your time up, like uh, doing stuff for us online or um, just uh, connecting with us and telling us what artists we need to be checking out or things like that. Um, and then as for talent, if you are an artist and you want to be on the show, then you can hit me up at john at com or brad on our Instagram page. It's the local earshot. Uh, and then we can get you scheduled out to come in for an interview. Um, or if you just work inside the music industry and you want to come on and talk about music and, and the, just whatever, everything that's going on in Oklahoma, then, you know, we'll be open to that too. Um, and then if you are a business and you want to sponsor an episode, then you can reach out to me at john at com or brad on our Instagram page. And you can um, basically just talk to us about how you, we would go about doing a sponsorship on one. Um, and then if you want to donate to the show, you can go over to localearshot.com slash donate. Uh, there's a um, tab on the site. It, it has like crypto, takes cash apps, takes Venmo. Um, and uh, so there's a whole different ways that we can accept money, and we will definitely take your money. So uh, any money that's that's gathered really just goes right back into the show. So we're more doing this as a service than anything. So thank you for listening. All right. I really wanted to interrupt you like last time, and I just it was so hard to just – you know, bite my tongue and not not make jokes and say things and add to whatever you were saying. Luckily, you talk so fast it made it a little easier. <laughs> make your jokes, motherfucker. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me cry. Why are you so mean to me? Oh man! Oh, I'm a mean person. Oh, what are you talking man. about? Jesus! <laughs> Jesus! All right, we love y'all. We'll see y'all. Merry, Merry fucking Christmas! Merry everyone. Christmas! Ow! Welcome to the season, motherfuckers.